Welcome to 24 Keras. I'm Kelly Johnson, founder and CEO of Keras by KJE, where we are committed to being your partner in the diversity, equity, and inclusion journey um, so that your organization can experience the power of we. We are wrapping up what has been a great series with Jerry Mason Hall of NetApp. Um, check out Jerry, connect with her on LinkedIn. You will see from her background, um, she has so much credibility and leadership in this space. And we're grateful to have you, Jerry, on 24 Keras. Thank you, Kelly. It's been a pleasure to join you for this series. Oh, thank you. So I think as we, you know, what better way to wrap up than to talk about the impact? You know, what's the impact when organizations build um, broadly diverse leadership teams? And I know we tend to kind of go towards gender and race, ethnicity, uh, because they're a little bit easier to measure. But you know, we truly mean that from the broadest sense, but from your experience and what you've seen um, in this space, what, what becomes possible for an organization who's truly committed to DEI? Yeah, so, for, so I'll use the NetApp example. Our ambition is just, is simple, to reflect the world that we're in, the communities that we're in. So we're a global organization. And so while we focus in the US, for example, on underrepresented ethnicities like Black, Latino, Native American, depending on what region we're in, that looks a little different, Japan, India, etc. And so again, we want to reflect the communities that we're in. So if we need to have more representation of women, we need to have more representation around persons with disabilities, the LGBTQ plus community, all of those things, because that's the, the world that we're in. And we want to reflect that. And it's not just because we're nice people, we're good <laughs> people, and we are, you are. Uh, but it's not just because we are business professionals. We have a uh, commitment to our stakeholders, to our investors, to our shareholders. And that that is doing good business. We have a growth plan that we cannot execute without having the right talent at the right time. And how do we do that? That right talent, that's what brings innovation. You know, we are a cloud-led data-centric software. So what's the next thing? What's that next improvement? What's that solution that our clients need? We can't come up with that if we have all homogenous teams. So it's that diversity of thought. It's that diversity of experience. That's what brings the innovation and the creativity. And so as strong business professionals, that's our end game. That's our end game. How do we continue to grow this business and everyone wins? And so that's the focus on our, and, and to have all that diversity, you have to build an environment that is inclusive, that people want to be there and that they feel they can thrive everywhere in our organization. And that's why we focus on building belonging. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. It reminds me of um, at an earlier point in my career, um, I did work for Accor, a global hospitality company. And at the time they operated in um, 90 countries. And one of the values of the company was to respect the local culture. 
And I was fortunate because I was a part of that organization for over 10 years. And so it, the values of the company in that way really became a part of mine. I took it seriously. And I think that it, it reminds me of you know, your values at NetApp and what you're committed to doing because diversity means something depending on the department sometimes, not even just country, um, but there's been some organizations where diversity act means that we need to hire straight white men right? Because they are underrepresented in, in a particular organization. And so I think that often in this space, we, we talk in very broad strokes because we're trying to transform massive institutions, massive organizations. And so it is big to, it, it's important or easier to focus on that macro level. But when we really drill down to what's needed in a particular space, a particular market, that's where we're truly operating on all cylinders within this um, DEI space. And, and I think that's why so many um, places start with understanding bias. So that's become a 101. So, you know, it used to be unconscious bias. Well, all those biases now aren't necessarily unconscious, but acknowledging we're humans, we all have bias. And so understanding our biases and then how do those show up in our day-to-day work. And so I think there's the opportunity because we may lean towards, oh, this person went to the same university that I attended and therefore that makes them better for this role because they're just like me. And we're going to have this like thinking and where does that get us in terms of our, again, our innovation and our creativity if that person just agrees with me on everything? Do I make progress? Will they challenge me? Will I get to that next level? So I think that's, that's part of it, absolutely. Um, some of that building the understanding and awareness on why these things matter. Um, and, and so that's, again, why many organizations start with that focus on bias. I'm glad you brought that up because when we are facilitating our unconscious bias training, we often say, A, what you just said, if we're human, we have bias. But B, as humans, we like to work with people that we know, like, and trust. And there's actually nothing wrong with that. There's no judgment in the fact that we like to work with people, interact with people that we know, like, and trust. The challenge becomes when we limit who we let in to get to know them so that we can like them and eventually trust them. And I think we like our comfort zones as humans, you know, we like what's familiar, but it's really that ability, that, that agility, that cultural agility to say, you know what, I may not know you. Um, I may not be familiar with your background, your perspectives, even the way that you think or process information. Um, maybe you're more analytical and I'm more um, abstract. So it may take a little bit of an effort for me to understand and truly appreciate where a person's coming from, but we have to keep that door open to really let more people in. And there's our work. <laughs> oh, yes, that is the that is the magic, right? So we're about to wrap up this um, series and it's been awesome, Jerry, but I wanna give you the opportunity, A, to let people know how to connect with you 
And then B, um, any sort of final thoughts or parting words of wisdom, golden nuggets um, that you would like to share? Yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely, I think the easiest way is on LinkedIn. Um, big user of LinkedIn, um, Jerry Mason Hall, as you've noted. And, you know, I, I, I think that the, the key is that this is a continuum. This work will continue to evolve. It's iterative. I would encourage, um, especially novices, to tap into those who have been there, done it. Um, there's many of us out here, uh, but also partners like yourself, Kelly, to leverage those learnings, those experiences, and don't feel like you have to reinvent um, from scratch all the time. Tried and true, but it is iterative. And so just because something worked in one organization, again, 20 years ago, doesn't mean now is the time. We are evolving um, in business. You know, there, there's so many dynamics in our different communities, especially here in the U.S., um, that are different than there were in times past. And so we evolve with that. And so that's why I say keep the open mind, keep grinding because the work will continue. Um, there's so many challenges uh, that continue to come up. But again, tap into partners uh, that can help you. And, you know, let's 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 do it. Let's keep making the change. Let's be the change that we want to see in the world for sure. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate, again, your support, advocacy um, over the years and just collaboration and partnership, the ability to reach out and say, hey, this is what I'm seeing. And uh, and I remember one of our first conversations, it, w it was really short after George Floyd. And you were like, you know, what do you think? And I'm like, well, I'm going to tell you what I really think. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, but it was like, you know, just immediately um, the ability to, to just be real. And we need more authentic people leading change, leading yes. innovation in organizations like you, Jerry. So thank you for your continued work. Um, and uh, just as always, um, just really appreciate you. Well, thank you, Kelly. Thanks for inviting me. And I look forward to continuing on this quest together. Absolutely. And for all of you who are on the quest to live diversity, equity, and inclusion 24-7, thank you for being a part of the 24 Karis community. If you have a question that you want our team to answer, we invite you to submit it. You can find our contact information in the show notes. Until next time, we'll see you soon.